Hey, this is Dexter Sites. My name's Caleb Wood. My name is Billy McLaughlin. And you're listening. You're listening to. You are listening to the Drum Report. To the GoPro Drum Report. To GoPro Drum Report on Verbmoto. On Verbmoto. On Verbmoto. Welcome to a Verbmoto Grom Report here on the Verb Pod Network. I am your host, Brad Gabhart. With me on the line, a very special young lady who goes way faster than I do on a dirt bike, and that's a problem for me, not her. You've probably heard of Lachlan Turner, and now she's on the GoPro Grom Report on the Verb Moto Podcast. Lachlan, how's it going? Good, how are you? Nay, yeah, I'm not doing too bad. Uh, after trying to figure out how to properly pronounce your first name, um, yeah, that was all the preparation I needed to be able to uh, have a very in-depth conversation with you about over the last number of years, you have risen to be maybe one of the most uh, potent threats in uh, amateur motocross, especially on the female side of things. Uh, I was able to see you down at Mesquite MX this last weekend for their Thanksgiving race. You mocked up. Uh, a lot of those motos. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to call you up and talk about it. Yeah, I really had fun there. Yeah, you certainly did. Like winning is a lot of fun. Uh, what probably wasn't fun was for the, uh, the gentlemen who were battling tooth and nail to try and beat you. Um, yeah, there, there was, uh, there was one on a, on a gas gas. Didn't seem super pumped about it. Um, but, uh, let, let's, let's get some particulars first. Uh, first of all, uh, looking at the spelling of your name, Lachlan is not the first thing that pops up. It's pronounced, it's, it's pronounced Lachlan, like L, like lock is in like a lock on a door and then, yeah. Uh, Lynn, as in like Lynn, um, but uh, like people call you Lala Turner. They, they, I'm sure you're gonna get a lot of people who ask you how to pronounce it when they see it. Uh, what, what's the most common uh, like sort of like? Do, how, what, first of all, what is the the most like out there version of someone to try to pronounce it and getting it wrong? Lakin, Lakin. Latchlin. <laughs> Latchlin. Okay. They just double down on the CH. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Like you, like, uh, I, I went straight to Lola Turner because I had seen it on social media when I was doing the announcing. I saw your first name and I was like, fool me once, not like, uh, shame on me. She fooled me twice. Shame on you. Um, yeah, like I wasn't, I wasn't going near that. So I just stuck with Lala. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you, but from now on, uh, you're, you're Lachlan to not only those who, uh, are hearing me announce motos, but, uh, to the verb moto faithful as well. Sound good? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So wh- where is it that you call home? Uh, you race and train out of where? Um, NorCal pretty much. It's two hours away is my closest track. Okay. And- yeah, <laughs> that's a highly competitive spot to be racing uh, dirt bikes out of. You're you're in the Nevada area, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, that's that's NorCal for the most part. You're you're in sort of the uh, the Hangtown area as well. I'm sure that would be the most uh, the closest regional and area qualifier for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. So, um, where does your motocross start? Uh, like story start? I'm sure you didn't just start like scrubbing the finish line at uh, at Mesquite like you were doing this last weekend. Um, there's a lot of hard work that goes in before that. So, uh, start like tell us the story a little bit. Uh, well, I started riding dirt bikes very young, and my dad was pro. My brother just rides or er, er races now. He's pro, and I just followed in his footsteps. 
Perfect. Yeah, that's a, if when you got some lineage uh, in the family tree to go pretty fast on a dirt bike certainly helps. Uh, at what age did you start riding and what age did you start racing? We started riding at four and then we took five years off. So then um, started to get back into it four years ago. Okay, fair enough. So how, how old are you now? Uh, 16. 16 years old. Uh, on the very same day, racing a Super Mini and a 254 stroke. Now that, uh, we talked about that up in the booth, uh, this last weekend, myself and Chase Cook, and we were talking about the fact of how different those two bikes are. You have two stroke versus four stroke. You have mini bike versus full size bike. You have, uh, like, steel, you're like, it's both chromoly frames, but they're completely different. Longer wheelbase, the whole nine yards, but you were successful on both. How'd you make that happen? Um, I had to learn, it was a bit difficult the first few days, but I just had to learn to be smooth on 250 and it's working out on the super money, making me smoother. Certainly. Yeah. No, uh, you've, you've got a pretty aggressive style to the point where, uh, like the, the first thing that stuck out to me, <laughs> you, you should have seen, uh, the owner of Mesquite's eyes light up when, uh, you went out and around Nick McBride over at Flow Vision Goggles. As I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, like some young racer has jumped out onto the, 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 the practice with the vets and it's just feeding them their lunch. Like you were just breaking hearts out there. And, and he's like, well, who, who snuck out there? I'm like, that's, that's Turner. Like that, he's like, can't be. I'm like, no, it is. Um, and, and yeah, that, that was basically the theme of the entire weekend. You turning heads left, right and center. Um, including, yeah, like the, like some competitors who, like I mentioned earlier, probably not super pumped that, uh, that a young lady enters this super mini two class. It ends up with some hardware. Um, like, fair, fair to say you get a, a decent rationing of crap from some of your competitors over that? Uh, yeah, kind of just, I don't know. <laughs> no one likes getting beat. Yeah, they all, I don't know. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, they just no... don't like it. Yeah, hey, They're no one. Like... Go ahead. <laughs> They're always getting mad at me saying I just got beat by a girl and stuff. I'm just like, it's whatever. Yeah, sure. I shrug it off. Yeah. You're like, uh, if you don't want to get beat by a girl, maybe go faster. Um, yeah. although I, I, I actually, the funny thing is the kid's name is actually, uh, escaping me. You know, and you don't have to name names, but there was one individual who came coming over the finish line. He like threw a nice big whip, tossed the back tire at you, uh, made the pass in that next corner. But didn't he go down just later on that lap and you got the lead back and were able to walk off with a, with a, uh, a win? Is it number 150 perhaps, maybe? Oh yeah, he was trying to do stuff. <laughs> Little intimidation and, tactics? Yeah. You weren't just, having it? He fell. And then I got stuck behind his bike and then the other kid passed us. That's right. Yeah. No, that was, uh, uh, Trayson. Uh, what's Trayson's last name? Uh, I should know these things because I announced the damn moto. Uh, Trayson Payne, that's who it was. Yeah. Uh, who, who ended up, I think he, did you, did you end up getting him by the end of the moto or did he end up clipping that one? He ended up getting that one. He got that one. Fair enough. Well, um, you showed your stuff at both super mini and the, the women's class. I was super impressed. Um, like 
what do you attribute the most amount to your uh, your success so far in the sport as far as skill level and just how you've progressed? Because your body language on the on the bike, it's very much unlike a lot of other female competitors. You're you're aggressive, your chin's over the front of the bars, you're not afraid to throw the bike around. For someone who's also quite small, like you you I don't think you're more than maybe 130 pounds soaking wet. Um <laughs> Yeah, like you've you've got a pretty aggressive style, uh, very much unlike a lot of the uh, the competitors that you race against. I don't know. I just watched my brother go, and then I just did it, and then I just caught on. Fair enough. Okay, so uh, a little bit of monkey see, monkey see, monkey do on that as well. Um, like, where do you train mostly? Like, do you have like a specific trainer you work with, or or is it your dad that trains you? What's the deal? Um. Both my dad and my trainer Jay Whipple. Uh, I'm Jay Whipple, with him. that's awesome. I, he used yeah. to, you got to ask him about coming up and racing in Canada then, because like <laughs> yeah. wait, like long before you were even born, he came up here and raced in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's the two of them, and and by no means do I mean to sort of disrespect women's racing whatsoever, but like your. Your style on the bike is special. It's different. It's eye-catching. Um, and, like, it, it's very reminiscent to if, – if anyone's ever been able to see Vicky Golden when she was racing at her highest level, especially outdoors. Supercross was a little bit more of a challenge for her. But if you saw her ride at, like, a national track, especially when, his, when she was in her prime around 2010 through 2011, 2012 – she had a, a, a skill set on a bike that, like, if not for the ponytail, you thought that was a guy on the bike. And uh, I think that's a, a huge compliment uh, to any uh, female racer that's able to sort of um, take that, bottle it, and put your own spin on it. You've certainly been able to do so, and that's why you're a, a Dunlop elite athlete. That's pretty cool. That's uh, There's not too many young ladies that get to lay claim to that, and you're certainly one of them. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool when I got cho- chosen. Certainly. So what, what made the decision for your parents to, uh, go to Mesquite MX this last weekend instead of heading on off out to, uh, Minio's for almost two weeks of, uh, dirt bike exhilaration? Um, so we, g- um, I got in as an alternate and then my mom scheduled a cruise and then, um, we got back and the truth comes just out. decided to go to Mesquite instead of AZ. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, that, that's pretty cool. Like, obviously, I was excited to see your race. I, I got to see a little bit of what was in store at Loretta's this last year uh, when you were there, uh, the, wearing Wayne Gretzky's number 99. Uh, obviously, I'm a big fan, being Canadian, love, love the 99. Um, what's the significance of the number? Um, so, first time I went to Loretta's, I was originally number 48, and somebody had that. So the next year, I just picked ninety nine and stuck it. Fair enough. Could you could you just at least give me like a? I was a huge L.A. Kings fan in the nineties when you weren't even born yet. I totally don't know who that guy is. Perfect. Awesome. He's only <laughs> he's he's uh, only the most goals ever in the NHL. Uh, uh, Lachlan, I I, I highly recommend uh, getting yourself uh, a little bit more well-versed in uh, 90s hockey heroes, especially if you're going to do podcasts with me. Um, but you don't need to know about motocross or hockey. You need to know about motocross. Uh, who have you, who'd you look up to growing up aside from the great Jay Whipple and uh, your, your dad and brother? Um, 
Oh, Dad, what's that one girl on the Honda she used to ride? Ashley Filek. Yeah, Ashley. Fair yes. enough. Yes, Ashley Filek. That's a that's a good one to look up to. Uh, between uh, her as well as Jessica Patterson, uh, Tara Geiger, uh, those are all young ladies who uh, really put a stamp on professional motocross. And I'm sure you were probably really happy to see that um, it looks like there's going to be a bigger effort than it has been probably in the last 15 years. Um, that there's going to be more of a, a presence of women's professional motocross here in the U.S. That's that's a huge uh, announcement that came out, I think, just yesterday, that uh, there's going to be more of a substantial series, somewhere for you guys to race, make money, and uh, and, and race as a professional. you got to be excited about that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. No the doubt. Girls. <laughs> no doubt. But, um, like... What what would be would be your most aspirational goal? You're 16 years old. Um, do you want to make a Supercross main event? Do you want to race an outdoor national? Uh, do you want to be women's championship champion? What's uh, what's what are your goals? Or are you just trying to be really fast right now and, and break some My, boys' hearts um, in the in the process? Uh, just I actually don't know. I just, okay, that's fair. I do want to make a Supercross main though. That would be That'd cool. Be cool. <laughs> no doubt. I think uh, uh, you definitely, you certainly be one of the first to ever do so. Um, so I also noticed you're riding, a, I think you're riding a KTM and a Gas Gas. Obviously, those are uh, at least similar manufacturers. They come, like all, all of the parts come with, with uh, KTM genuine products on the side of them. Um, but uh, where does the KTM thing come into play for you, uh, being on two different manufacturers? Are you part of the Orange Brigade program? Would you like to be part of the Orange Brigade program? Is this a sore subject? Um, that would be cool to be a part of that team. Yeah. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Absolutely. So what, what's on, uh, what's on your schedule for the, the weeks and months that come? Uh, obviously a lot of training, a lot of riding. Are you, uh, are you homeschooled or are you just able to focus on motocross, uh, specifically? Yeah, I am homeschooled. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So you're homeschooled. How's that going? Like I, I myself, I like during COVID, half of my college was on over correspondence. Um, I'd like to say I was a more diligent student than I was, but uh, it, it's quite difficult to stay uh, stay disciplined when you're uh, you're doing it all yourself. I have a pretty easy time with it. I like get it done all in one day, though. So then I can play the rest of the week. Fair enough. So what what uh, what's the local track to hit when you're uh, you're up in NorCal? Uh, Hangtown. Closest you hit Hangtown. Track. Yeah. Really? Okay. Fair enough. So when, uh, the Hangtown National comes around and I think as, as of being 16 years old, you're officially eligible to try and, uh, uh, go for that. I don't know how getting your pro points would work, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, like as far as I know, uh, pro motocross isn't in the business of turning people down. So, uh, is that, is that a national that you'd like to race one day? Um, probably. <laughs> Probably you're not 100 percent certain on that whatsoever. Um, I don't know. Just next couple of years. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Something on the radar. Uh, for those who are playing, um, like fantasy motocross, maybe like tuck that fact away that uh, that's a hometown track 
for her. Um, but in addition to that, you, you've got to be heading to a lot of, uh, area, like, uh, area races, the, uh, spring nationals and stuff like that of, of your calendar. What race do you look forward to the most? And you can't say Loretta's. Um, spring it in and okay. we're going to try to do Minio's next year. So Minio, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I appreciate the, 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 the first, uh, one that, that came to mind was actually a competitor's race. Uh, you didn't say world mini, which I assume you, you probably was just unaware that, that, uh, world mini is going to be back at Mesquite, uh, April 4th through 7th. And, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe one to put on the calendar. All right. <laughs> there you go. It's like your mom's taking notes, okay? World mini, 100%. Uh, <laughs> make that happen. Um, who, like, who plays what role as far as supporting your racing program? Your dad's obviously taking you to the track to some, some, uh, when, when Jay Whipple's not, uh, whipping you into shape, uh, on the track. Um, but wh- where does your, uh, your mom, Nicole come in as far as a support system? Um, she just works and my dad takes me riding. Okay. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> Does mom have any like advice, like to uh, how to deal with uh, guys who don't like getting beat by girls, or just uh, racecraft, or uh, yeah, or just like well, what? Mo- like mo- mom's off screen giving uh, giving si- <laughs> like uh, giving hand signals of some sort to uh, to help you along with the interview, but uh, she's got to be more of a uh, aside from going to work, uh, she's got to be a bigger support system than that. Well, at Mesquite, I did tell her about somebody got mad when I beat him, and she said, what did she say? Um, oh, I don't know what she said, but something about, like, try harder or something. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. Well, I, may, maybe if those boys don't like it so much, maybe they should put a little bit more uh, effort yeah. to try and, uh, <laughs> try to, uh, get ahead of you. So, um, like rolling into this coming year, you're more than likely still going to be able to fit a super mini, um, like come Loretta's is, is that a, a bike you'd want to stay on? Like, uh, to compete in the super mini, super mini two, as well as the women's class or, or what's your, uh, your plan as far as, um, maybe you stay on the big bike full time and do like 250 B and, uh, and, and the women's class come Loretta's. Um, so next year we want to do the super mini still and. So at Loretta's will do girls and women's again. Okay, so the the girls class is open all the way to what age? Um, eleven to sixteen. Okay, so you'd be at the very tail end of that. Um, like so, you must be. Are you still in your sixteen year now, like AMA sixteen? I'm AMA fifteen right now. Yeah, AMA fifteen. We had a big conversation about that up in the uh the the pits because or up in the announcing tower because you'll ask kids their birthday and they will give you their AMA age, not their actual age, and it's like it's in December and you're like they're like I'm AMA fifteen. Like okay, does that mean you're sixteen right now? They're like yes. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's a kind of a recurring thing. That's <laughs> that's more for me to laugh about than anybody else. Um. Like on the pro side of things, who do you look up to? Who like who are you cheering for? Uh, like are you are you a Lawrence fan? Who who, who are you like? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure. <laughs> okay, you just don't watch pro moto. Just like you're just, you're neutral. You're like Switzerland or what? <laughs> uh, I just. 
Justin Barsha, I do look up to. He's fun to watch. Okay, well, you guys have similar hair, so that makes sense. Uh, are, are, do you take a page out of his book when it comes to aggression on the track, or? I mean, if they do it first, then they're going to get it back. Okay, fair enough. Well, yeah, it's like uh, Lachlan Turner laying down the gauntlet here. <laughs> like, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Uh, that's pretty funny. Um, have you, have you, have you been to uh, many professional races or do you, uh, like, do you go to like the Oakland Supercross? I guess we don't go to Oakland anymore, but. We went to Redbud in, um, Southwick. Southwick was gnarly. No doubt. That, that's a track that I, I still on my bucket list to, to spin some laps there. Are you good in the sand? Yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> okay. I should say I'm modest. I'm, I might, I might be really fast in the stand. Who knows? Uh, what do you like about Mesquite? That track, I walked that track at the end of the, of uh, the last day of racing and it was a war zone out there. Like, and I think you were out there for one of the last classes of the weekend. Um, the bumps are huge. The ruts are many and very deep. Uh, how do you, how do you deal with stuff like that? Like that, that is, that's very, that's, I would say that's unlike a lot of the, the track prep that you see uh, at most amateur events. That That's pretty challenging, is it not? Yeah, I honestly think um, that's a good training track. Like, at the re- or at the qualifiers on at NorCal, they do prep the track like that. So it's okay. only at the re- – or... <laughs> I don't know. I'm lost words right now. That's all good. So you're saying at the area qualifier, not as rough as the the regional qualifiers that are a little bit more challenging. No, I was saying um, at the NorCal tracks, they do prep them like Mesquite. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, fair enough. Well, it's good to know because, yeah, uh, that was I think that's a point of pride for the RMX guys that they they have a pretty uh, gnarly track prep. Um yeah, no, this is, this, that was a, a wild week and you were able to get some, some hardware because of it. Any plans for the hatchets that were, were given to you as trophies? Are you going to leave those on the mantle? Or are you going to sharpen them yourself and use them? What's, what's the plan? Dude, I was pretty surprised they gave out real, um, axes for yeah, people. Yeah. Those are just a harbor freight purchase, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah. Um, my mom wants some to put them on my wall. Okay. Okay, so this is, we're not going to use the axes themselves. That's fair enough. I mean, um, my dad's going to use the second place one. Yeah, the second place one. That was 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 yeah. that uh, which class was that in? Super mini one. Super mini one. So you have three classes: super mini one, two, and the women's division. Uh, women's race, like I, I gotta imagine that was a little bit uh, a little bit boring for you, girl. I think you had about five <laughs> seconds a lap over uh, over all red and the rest. Yeah, I was just having fun with my dirt bike <laughs> fair enough why not yeah it's like if you got that kind of time why not uh toss her sideways um what's the been the progression like for that because i know you haven't been on the a big bike that long how, how do you develop the the that sort of skill set and start to like kind of play around with doing whips like is that just you being on the bike so much that eventually you just start to hey what else can i do with this thing or or is it something yeah. you specifically work on um honestly we're just on training days and it just comes <laughs> like, I don't know, it just goes. Fair enough. Well, um, really Lachlan Turner here on the Grom Report. 
on Verb Moto. Uh, Lachlan, I know you have a ton of great sponsors aside from uh, being a Dunlop elite athlete. Uh, give those sponsors some love for us, and then you can get, get on with the rest of your day. Um, I'd like to thank Fly Hope 100%. Dave from 100%, he hooks me up. Um, FMF, Joel from FMF. Um, Dunlop again. Uh, DT1 Air Filters, Mika Metals, NLAB, RJR Motors, um, FMF, <laughs> and, um, yeah. <laughs> That's everyone. Perfect. Well, yeah. And uh, a shout out to uh, Joel over at FMF. Got two sponsor mentions out of you in the same interview. That's pretty solid. Like, I don't know what, what type of support level that is to get two mentions in the same sponsor read. But, uh, hey, hats off to those guys. Little D's got to be pumped on that. Uh, Lachlan, it's a pleasure to have had you on the show. Um, thanks again. We'll, we'll definitely have to uh, dial you up a little bit closer to uh, Loretta to see how your, uh, your preparation's going. All right. Will do. All I can say is if you weren't a Lachlan Turner fan before that interview, you should be by now. Fantastic conversation with the young lady. She is very well-spoken and obviously just loves to ride her motorcycle. So uh, everyone could use a whole lot more of that as well. Check out the rest of these podcasts. Check us on social media. And honestly, if you're not already binging all of the YouTube content that we have, shame on you, because there's way too much on there that doesn't have nearly enough views. So check it out. All right, see you at the next one.